Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Justin Cupo with the Skateboarders Podcast, and today we have Darren Wells. Darren Wells is the founder of King of Kings Skateboard Ministry, Reliance Skateboards, Siren Skateboards, and Endurance Wheels. He's also a sales director at Treehouse Skateboard Distribution. Darren, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. No, that was Embrace Wheels, by the way. Oh, Embrace <laughs> Wheels. Embrace Wheels, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. So, Darren, uh, give us a little bit of background on, like, um, how you started to skateboard. Like, what, what inspired you to skateboard? Like, when was the first time you stepped on a skateboard? Um, well, it was, uh, I grew up in Long Beach, Lakewood, Long Beach, California, and, um, just uh from an early age probably like maybe seven or eight my mom got me a black knight skateboard and then uh had some clay wheels and some uh ball bearings like you, you know you've seen all around you've heard the stories and then got into a plexiglass board with uh with urethane wheels which changed everything just skating up and down the driveway um and then you know 76 77 somewhere around there got better board that started progressing there was parks in the area it, you know there was uh, concrete wave skatopia um and then one one opened up lakewood center skate park opened up right by my house so then that's when i started to to really like oh yeah i had a power board at bones wheels at you know all the all the setup and and uh just was a regular there you know after skatopia was kind of kind of uh you know when i was starting out and then uh yeah lakewood center just really loving it and then and then surfing at the same time and then kind of um i remember being super depressed that uh um you know right after um liquid center skate park opened and i think it was a couple years skating there just all the time and then and then all of a sudden it shut down i don't know what happened i still don't really know um and they opened up fuddruckers i've always hated fuddruckers because of that it put a burger place where my favorite skate park was. But anyways, um, that, uh, that, that always bummed me out. But uh, ever since that, I always loved skateboarding. I loved cleaning the wheels. I loved changing out the wheels, road rocker fours and my Bennett trucks. I always just liked the whole thing. You know, just it was just, not just for transportation, but for, you know, carving around and up and down the driveways in Lakewood there where we, where I grew up, me and my sister and, um, building ramps out in front. And then, um, you know, from there, just uh, then getting, you know, so much into surfing that uh, skateboarding was just, there was no parks anymore, you know, we just, uh, uh, well, there was, but we weren't going. We were pretty much spending all of our time surfing by then and, and just riding our boards around, carving around with style and going, you know, to friends' houses and all that. And then, um, you know, and then from, from there, just uh, surfing completely took off. Well, then, um, you know, later, uh, like I said, uh um, you know, we just continued to, you know, with that whole um, vibe of skateboarding into our lifestyles. You know, me, my sister, all my friends, and all that that I grew up with. So that was pretty much the start of it, anyways. That's awesome. Sweet. What? Um, so, what inspired you to start? Um, like the so you started like what inspired you to which company did you start or kind of found first did you found the ministry first or like reliance or siren like which one did you start first like kind of start up first 
Well, yeah, we did uh, KKSM, which was King of King Skateboard <laughs> Ministry first. Um, I, I first off in like '99, I opened up a, a, a indoor skate park in Boise, Idaho. It lasted a couple of years. There were some issues with uh, putting, you know, the the, the uh, city wanted to put um, wanted us to put all kinds of fire stuff under the ramps. It was ridiculous. We didn't own the property, so we had to shut it down. Um, and then from there, I just, uh, you know. The boys will backing up a little bit. All, all my four sons were skateboarders, you know, from super young age, and um, I always, you know, took them to skate parks and and uh, you know cruised around with them, and then watched them a lot as they they grew up, you know, getting better and better, and you know, obviously loving it more and more. So then, um, at, at that time too, you know, becoming um, more and more serious about my Christian faith, I was like, you know what? There's nothing really for well. There was a few, you know, a few things going on for you know skateboarder skateboarders and ministry, and also I just kind of, um, you know, went with uh, my style and all my what I did back in the day, and just kind of developed, you know, a, a skateboard ministry. Had some guys, you know, um, in the old days. I think it was 2001. Um, some local guys, uh, a couple guys from California, and. Um, a guy named Luke Braddock and Sean Plimmer, Elijah Moore, you know, early guys. I'm sure you've heard of them. They were Reliance Pros later. But yep. we traveled to all the festivals, and we set up ramps and did demos for all the skateboard kids that would go to these festivals, and they weren't down with, with all the, you know, with all the music there, but they were skateboarders, so they'd hang out where we do, you know, we do um, set up ramps. And, um, uh, you know, our guys would would fellowship with them and hang with them, skate with them and all that. So we just kind of did that pretty soon. You know, it just kept building up. So we had brand stuff, we had boards, you know, and all that kind of thing. And, and then we, and then we turned the ministry just into a ministry, you know, just a traveling ministry, an actual nonprofit that, that, uh, you know, just, uh, traveled around, got donations and traveled the guys around and did this and that. And that's where 2003, we had Reliance. Um, Reliance Skateboards, which was an actual brand, so those guys could that wrote for, you know, wrote for us then could actually have a platform to share their faith at that time. So we took, you know, we went from there, and that was the younger days, obviously, 2003. Um, you know, the guys, uh, we had Josh Casper, and you know who Josh Casper yeah. is. We had um, uh, um, Elijah Moore, like I said, and Luke Braddock, and, and these guys um, would travel around. We do, you know, from California to you know to Pennsylvania we do all, Florida everywhere we do these these demos and and uh, started to grow uh, to grow and then we got hooked up with uh, with um, Plow and and Living It which Stephen Baldwin you know he, he was a part of that the whole Living It video so then we had tours we actually did like ninety stops on a uh, on a tour you know so it was crazy we had. You know, team was bigger. We had guys, you know, going everywhere doing their thing and and uh, doing outreaches and and um, you know doing that whole uh, tour thing, which was cool. So, um, uh, you know, after doing that, then we just uh, um, you know then around 2008 we started uh, uh, Siren Skateboards, which was just an alternative to Reliance, different style. 2008, Brian Sumner came aboard on the uh, reliance side and then siren like i said we, we went ahead and uh, uh we had so many team riders at the time that we diversified them to that brand and there was a little bit edgier brand at that time um so uh 
Um, to be honest with you, I forgot the question. <laughs> I just started rambling. <laughs> no, dude, you're, you're keeping track. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of, you know, going through my mind. And actually, I probably forgot a bunch of stuff, names and everything else. But, I mean, the gist of it is basically, you know, basically that. And then, and then really, honestly, you know, at the end of the day, just making sure that, the, the you know, the, the brands that we uh, – um, we started to, you know, realize that, hey, we could be, you know, we could, uh, in the skateboard industry, we can definitely be a light, you know, and these guys were legit skateboarders and the brand was, brands were legit. And so we just uh, really started concentrating on the, on the ministry and, in you know, skate shops and things like that, being boards on the wall, you know, I've got, you know, a million stories of people walking into shops, seeing you know, like Sumner's Jesus board and just, you know, emailing and saying, man, I was this and that. And then I walked through the skate shop and I saw that board on the wall and now it changed. And, and, uh, and I just want to thank you guys. He didn't buy the board or anything. (laughs) (laughs) So, but then that's when we figured it wasn't even about sales. You know what I mean? We just, we basically just were like, you know what, we're just supposed to be in these shops. So that's why we just started, you know, on the industry side, we just started taking it serious. And that's when, you know, I utilize, I've always been a salesman, you know, through different companies throughout the year. So I, I just, uh, decided to really get serious on, on the distribution side of the brands and giving those guys a legitimate platform to, you know, to go to a, a skate, uh, demo or whatever. And, you know, what the kids see the boards on the wall and then they see the guy at the skate park and it's really means a lot to that, that skateboarding kid, you know, that kid in the, right. that's maybe going through something at the skate park, you know, so. You know, we legitimately, uh, and to this day, we still do the same thing. We take it real serious, you know, um, everything about it. But That's awesome. Pure yeah, that's, passion. Yeah. <laughs> Pure passion yep, and yep. Root, like raw roots. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and, I, and like I said, I mean, I, I kind of remember what, uh, the question was, but then it started to, because you go, you know, there's so many years, it's been 17 years or whatever, you go through, uh, yeah. you know, and all this stuff is so linked together, you know, it's just, it's just so much history. And, and, you know, at the time, only a few guys were doing it, you know, I know, you know, Entitled was doing it. And um, I don't even know if there was anybody else, but there, there was just a handful of dudes, you know, in France at that time, you know, so, uh, but there was a big explosion of that. And then it all kind of, you know, the demos died. No, nobody wanted to, you know, do demos anymore. I don't, really know what the deal was i think the, the economy kind of crashed and nobody had the funds to help anybody get anywhere you know or anything like that so right. unfortunately but you know to this day these guys are using their platform for the brands and they're doing their own ministry you know wherever they go they're they're still able to hold their board up and say you know this is uh attainable you know anything is possible through you know faith in jesus and they, and they like i said they a lot of them are, are youth pastors a lot of guys that wrote first in the day a lot of them are you know still doing yeah. you know skating and doing ministry you know which is cool yeah i see their i see a lot of their like instagram stuff all the time brian sumner he posts a lot elijah too elijah posts a lot yeah yeah yep yep everybody yeah a lot of a lot of history those guys are all rad and you know we all get older and we all kind of go our separate ways but i remember you know i mean it's still all pretty fresh in my mind it's kind of cool that you ask me these questions it's funny we don't get me personally i don't really i mean there's nobody that really asks any questions it's it's good that people know 
you know the what you're talking about today because not a lot there's only like i said there's only a handful of guys that were doing it in in that time frame you know right. and now it's popular for everybody to have a christian brand or whatever christian t-shirts but you know in those days you know see selling the c28 you know all those christian stores back then you know we were selling three thousand shirts and you know, all the things that we did back then, not a lot of people, there's like a, a gap where people don't even know about that stuff. You know, they don't even know about KKSM or, or right. you know, any of the, the tours we did in Africa and Ukraine, you know, and, and it's cool. I'm stoked that you, you actually, you know, hit me up to ask me because, like I said, I mean, we never, I personally never get anybody asking any questions about, you know the the OG stuff, or what was what was up with that? How did it start? So yeah, yeah. I think you're one of you and Ryan. Ryan Dobson did a podcast once. I remember years and years. I mean, probably 2005. You know, but yeah, um, you're the the second dude, which is awesome. I'm stoked. You know, <laughs> glad that thankful that you yeah because it brings up good memories you know what i'm saying yeah dude for sure it's i was like looking around and i was like i really don't like because podcast is becoming like kind of like a convenient thing you know and i was looking around and i was like there's really nothing for you know kind of skateboarding and so i figured i'd just start it um cool so yeah. sweet i got a few yeah. more questions for you um these ones are a little bit more kind of more fun ones i guess uh so yep. what's your favorite part about skateboarding in like today's in today's kind of day and age era, uh, what do you like about skateboarding today? Um, I mean, the, the tricks are ridiculous. I mean, I just saw that Shane O'Neill oh, video, yeah. you know, it's just, it doesn't look real, you know. So, I mean, I love that stuff, but um, I don't know. I guess there's more stuff that I don't like than <laughs> I do do then like. You do, I don't yeah. like that overstyle stuff. I don't, yeah, it just, yeah, you know, I just a, like the core kids that are out there having fun. You know, you see them shredding, and uh, I do like the I do like when I see kids that can skate both ways. You know, they skate tranny really good, and they can skate technical too. You know, I think that 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 kind of skateboarder is really appealing. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, but um, uh, a lot of kids are only one way manuals or you know this and that they handrail that's it the guy right. can't even do a kick turn on a, on a <laughs> quarter pipe you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but um but yeah the well-rounded kids i love like the Huntington beach has the you know that contest the uh the u.s open and yeah the shredding that goes on there is just ridiculous it's you know crazy um but uh yeah i like i love that part i love the fact that they still you know those guys have the style you know they're out there helmetless and they're still just you know they still look like they're surfing I, I never left you can always tell somebody that really has the, the style to do it you know that, that makes them yeah you know, they're flowing on their board you know you know as well yeah as definitely you can spot them from a mile compared to and what i don't like too is i don't like the muscle men the the, the athlete skateboarders now that look like they're athletes and they're just muscling those huge tricks you know just it's just not flowing you know it just doesn't but that's just me, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, you know where I came from, and, and just skating down the driveway and carving and you know F turns and you know just how it all started, you know. But so that's that's why I like what I like. But but yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, it's there's so many talented skateboarders nowadays. It's ridiculous, especially in California. I mean, they're on yeah. every corner. They just ripping. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. So skateboarding scary. is alive and well, that's for sure. I'll just and I'm sure in Florida too, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's alive and well, you know. Yeah, it's, just, it's cool. Um, the kids are getting much more yeah. advanced and just learning so much more 
because the level of tricks, yeah, yeah, the sure. bar has been raised. So like a tray flip at one time was like an amazing in advanced trick, but now yeah. like a tray flip's like a basic. It's like basic. It's like entry yeah. level. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So how far is it going to go? I mean, you saw Shane O'Neill's video. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, that was just mind-blowing, and it just... Well, once again, I mean, having said that, that guy's, you know, one of the best in the world. Kids shouldn't oh, get discouraged yeah. when they see that. You know, just stick with your style. Yeah. And that's just what do I you. tell, you know, young kids, you know, just have fun and flow. If you yeah. do it for that, then you're, you're never going to get it, you know? Yeah. yeah, the other stuff, like when you're doing you and you're just doing it for fun, a lot of the other stuff just kind of comes later. I, get, I mean, like, countless pros have said that, too. They've been like, you know... If you're doing it just for to be pro, they're like it's never gonna happen. They're like, but when you're having fun and you because yeah. you love it, it's you know that stuff just kind of comes. You know, it's uh, yeah, cool. yep. Sweet. No, that's I mean that's it's definitely the you know the hot tip for the kids. You always get especially us on the brand side. Like we get continual emails. Can we be flow? Can we do this? this? <laughs> the flow. You know, it's just they're so enamored with with that side of it. They're forgetting the fun part of yeah. it and. And unfortunately, it goes away from them, and then they get in the cars. You know, some of those same kids, you know, they're like, now I do hot rods, you know, and now I'm riding ninjas. And I'm like, whoa, you were a good skateboarder there for me. Yeah, but I didn't go anywhere with it. So they, they basically, they gauge it on what they can get. So it's not really, you know, yeah. part of their being, you know, it's not what they do, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they could be led into another area, you know, which yeah. is cool. But that's yeah, kind of funny. It consists of sponsoring video yeah. oh it's crazy yeah <laughs> crazy speaking crazy. of speaking of going pro what's uh do you have a favorite pro right now um no nah, i mean yeah i mean that obviously when you look at shane o'neill and just how <laughs> technical and i mean but but no i i i like guys like you know sumner um yeah basically because of who he was and how he's able to utilize, you know, the, the platform that he had, even in as strong right now. Um, always been, you know, boards have always sold well. Always has the respect and agenda with, you know, any pro that you can never imagine. Jim Greco, any of those guys that you may think are untouchable, those are homies of his. I mean, I, wow. he, everybody got respect for him, you know. Yeah. So always, you know, one of my, my favorites, obviously. And then, you know, just... All the, the younger guys do the ministry. You know, Casey, obviously. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's got uh, Danny Gillespie, these, these, Yeah, these guys got they, they got style, and they, and they and if you dealt with them on a on a one on one basis, you'd see their motives. Guys that have pure motives about skateboarding are always cool. You know, and really nice to kids. So those guys, I, I love those guys when they're out there skateboarding, watching them, and not only that, how they are with kids is a huge thing. You know, so. Um, you know a lot of those guys that are really so you know going around uh you know with guys that are really cool to kids are always yeah you know to me diesel you know he's another one that's just really loving dude yeah he's doing the uh he's doing the intro to skate still right he's still doing that yeah yeah that's at the Vulcan part kids and yeah 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 so he's doing you know great with that and those and you know the reason why i speak about him because you know, he showed up at my house in 2006 or five or something when he was like 16 and said, you know, he was a Christian skateboarder that was going to go on tour with us. We took him across the nation, took him everywhere, you know, and, and he grew into this 
rad That's pro cool. skateboarder ministry, you know, and it's kind of funny, you know, when we when we have pro guys, you know, it's different than the industry. It's basically guys that are actual, you know, ready to take the platform and, and share their faith. You know, yeah. that, that means as much as, as the actual ripping. Right. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, two-way for us. It's not just a shredder that goes on. And, and uh, I mean, he's got to be a shredder in ministry, too, you know. So, um, you know, seeing guys like Diesel, you know, a lot of guys that came up, through the ranks throughout years and years. Casey traveled, you know, when he was 12 years old up until, you know, he turned pro for Saturn. So he's always, and of course I'm biased, but I've seen him from the beginning. And, right, right. You know, a lot of these guys do, you know, just they're, they're where they are now to where they are, you know, I mean, where they were and where they are now. So, Sweet. Um, but, you know, like I said, I mean, it, it's just, once again, it's guys that their motives are pure and they're, and they're really cool to kids. And, Right. And um, and in my case, it's guys that represent, you know, the faith, you know, as, as they're going out there and in every day, you know, right. skating or my favorite. Yeah. Cool. What's um, speaking of being young and whatnot, uh, what's one thing you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, oh, about what? Skateboarding or <laughs> life in general? Yeah, like what's what's one thing that you I, wish you would have known in twenty that you feel like might have helped you in skateboarding or you know just in life? Like what's what's one thing like one kind of piece of advice you would give to somebody that's like kind I of would younger? definitely yeah I would I mean it's so hard at twenty your mind's all over the place thinking about so many different things but I think more or less listen to to what you know follow what God had to say. Um, follow his lead more so than thinking I know everything, you know, is probably, you know, the one thing. And then I'd be in a better place today, you know what I mean, instead of thinking I know it all. And that's kind of, but I think that's kind of being young, you know, even, yeah. you know, Christians young, you know, have, have that same, you know, that same uh, thing. Uh, but, yeah, I think if I could, you know, I mean, change, I mean, the, being 20 is definitely to be and listen to my parents you know and their guidance say hey, i didn't do any of that i think just like a lot of guys you know um one thing just i knew it all but yeah i definitely would have you know sought after what god had planned more so than what i had planned you know it might have been right you know what thing but um but uh yeah and then i would have i would have probably saved my baseball cards that i had at 20 and, <laughs> and you know didn't didn't you know, throw them away. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Cool. Sweet man, that that wraps it up for all the questions. Uh, it was awesome. You know, kind of hearing the your whole the whole testimony and you know, um, really cool how you just kind of stuck to the stuck to the rawness and the roots and just followed your passion. You know, um, so that's awesome. Do you have any advice for somebody that would uh, like how they could get potentially like position themselves to maybe have a job in skateboarding or you know pursue a career do you have any advice for somebody like that yeah i mean it's definitely you gotta have the passion to do it and then you've gotta i mean unfortunately just like anything it's who you know and that kind of thing yeah. I and mean, that's the rough part about this industry being so small it's just like in a small little area it's a huge industry but it's a the, the companies are all tight and you know, you know this guy and you know that guy. I mean, I think yeah. it's the same with, with team riders. I mean, it's there's so many good skateboarders, but if you don't get the right, you know, you don't know the right person, you'll get the, you know how that goes. Yeah. I mean, yep. you see so many good guys that, 
that don't even get a chance, you know, but I think it's the same way, but you know, you come down and, and, um, you know, you just keep applying, don't give up and, you know, you find the, the company you want to work for and, you know, just keep sending resumes, you know, ask around and, and, you know, go to the trade shows and just never give up on that stuff. You know what I mean? It's not going to come to you. Right. I mean, they definitely already have, they already have, you know, friends of friends of friends, but if you get in there and you, you know, email and, and you do what you got to do if you're out of town, email a lot and, and try to, to work, get the email, you know, get to the correct people, then it'd be, you know, then it'd be all right. But um, it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, to, to you know, especially, but it's not um, undoable by any means. I mean, come down here to Cali. I mean, you really, that's what you have to do, you know, unfortunately, yeah, you got yeah. you to move yourself down here to get right in there. I mean, it's just kind of like skateboarding too if you want to you know get that get to that area you know cali so, but it's not undoable consistency in california <laughs> cool man awesome yeah, Darren. Yeah. well you have fun playing hockey dude that's where you're going out hey, yeah, yeah no i will <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go hit a few people and then uh then i'll feel better but yeah anything else 